bear movie fans. <laughs> I didn't mean to do it in the tone of that song that I only know from the parody on The Simpsons. It's when he goes, hey there, blippy boy, flying through the sky so fancy free. I know it's a real song, but I don't know what it is that they're parodying in that Simpsons episode. It's one of those classic cases of... Uh, uh, you know the Simpsons, like you know, doing something and you don't even know it's a parody. It's like when people they say like hear like a Weird Al song and don't know what he's parodying. Which uh, shout out to Weird Al at these trying times where his like biggest song is "Eat It," which will now I think become the wait, wait, what? What is the trying time for Weird Al? <laughs> well, it's not his for biggest Weird Al. song is "Eat It." <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I mean, this is like people aren't gonna want to be like reminded or well, I guess maybe this may be a good time because people aren't gonna want to play like "Beat It" or "Bad" anymore. Oh, or, right, 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 yeah, So yeah, now yeah. they'll say, like, they'll play oh, Eat It Oh, can still say Eat It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which, is, which is weird that now is, now, now's the time. Yeah, but, uh, now's the time. Uh, uh, now's the time. Uh, yeah, that's like that, uh, it's like the Mandela effect where you try to remember, uh, where a lot of people think that Michael Jackson was once on The Simpsons, and yeah. he never actually was, and never will be. <laughs> nope, no, yeah, it was all... I think they were going to do... It like, was all a dream. Yeah, I used to read for a magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Call back to our last episode, which we just remembered what we were doing last week. And so, man, I feel like really hot for some reason. I'm just going to say what I'm feeling. For no reason. <laughs> just, I feel pretty good. I don't feel too hot. I'm wearing too many layers because I have not adjusted to the weather Uh here i don't think we ever said where we are or are we supposed to be in los angeles yes that's what <laughs> i we mean are. One, one of us is definitely in los angeles <laughs> yeah, definitely and one of us has certainly been in los angeles in the past and mm-hmm. i don't know if ken Hockley is in los angeles right now <laughs> <laughs> but, i don't think we've ever established where we're, where we're planning on writing this i think the plan was to send this off to be transcribed <laughs> perhaps I thought the plan was definitely to put it in an envelope and mail it to ourselves to copyright it. <laughs> oh, definitely. Well, if you want to have a legally binding contract, you've got to mail it to yourself. Yeah. How else are you supposed to copyright something? Yeah, it's definitely. And I, I can't take off my various layers. They're wearing headphones. Oh, well. Uh, anyways, this is uh, Chris and Matt write a blockbuster. I think this is maybe the, the latest it's come before we've said the name of the podcast. We certainly... Our our, our 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 entrances, aka our intros. I like to think of like our entrances, like we're professional wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, like, like the, the the glass shatters and yeah. you come walking out. It's yeah. what goes. This is Chris Bad Rated Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. I'm shaking my head back and forth, like and you're know. like, oh, what's up, movie fans? What's up, Blockbuster fans? <laughs> yeah, what's up, <laughs> podcast fans? And then yeah, I say like all those various things that you know. Cause I never really nailed yeah. down a <laughs> yeah. concrete. Yeah, what's up? What's up with the fuckers? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, buddies? With the fuckeritos and, yeah. and I noodle around on my guitar for a while, and nobody wants to hear it. <laughs> that I talk about. I honestly, Hard to believe that no one wants to hear someone noodle around on their guitar. I honestly don't even like know what he talks about those because like I haven't even like listened to any little part of any of the intros to WTF since like the very beginning. I started listening to it, which was uh, like years and years ago at this point. So I don't even know what he covers. I know. Sometimes I'll hear part of it. I heard ad. he's on Crime Beat now. Mm, uh, I <laughs> yeah, he just covers crime, local crimes. Interesting. Because I know he's got cats, and I know he's got a relationship or something. And I know that I've heard, like, I'll hear, like, right before, because like, then when I'm, like, skipping through, I'll be like, I'll hear him be like, uh, it's, um, so, uh, this week I was talking to <laughs> A.D. Bryant. A.D. Bryant's on the show today. Uh, I watched her show, and uh, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, so, uh, let's, uh, let's get to me talking to Eddie Bright. Uh, um, you know, this kind of time stamps this particular episode we're recording. Okay. Because 
Hi, I'm Amy Bryant, and uh, you're Mark Marin, and I'm here to talk about Shrill. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, uh, what did you, uh, is that what you have to go up in the desert? I just, I, I just, I just finished today earlier today listening to, uh, that episode of Mark. Okay. Uh, let me ask you a quick question then. Has, uh, ha, as someone who has listened to this episode, yeah. who are AD Bryant's guys? <laughs> I don't think she, well, I think she was, she would talk about like, uh, Cicely Strong and Vanessa Bayer. And like some people, like and the people she did like no 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 her I, guys like Keith or uh, Jimmy. Uh, or... <laughs> I'm trying to think if music came up at all in the conversation. I heard uh, he just got, I heard Mark just got into Yes, so he's been buying a lot of Yes vinyl. Oh, uh, they're very into Yes on this planet. That's a line from Mr. Anthony Thousand, the movie. Good movie, although it's shorter than most episodes of the show, which is kind of weird. It's a movie that's shorter weird. than the regular episodes, particularly the early days of the show. Where the episodes could stretch out over like an hour and 40 minutes, like a true movie length of time. But then now, of course, there are like episodes on like uh, Netflix are like super short, like this last season. Like there's episodes that were like barely over an hour. It's like how much of this movie did you cut out and like why did you have to make it so short like is, is our attention spans that short that they're worried that people are gonna be watching mst3k for an hour and a half as opposed to an hour and 50 minutes <laughs> i prefer the shorter episodes uh, i like the show so i like more of it which is why i love those supersized episodes of arrested development that were definitely necessary <laughs> Uh, I haven't watched the new episodes of the rest of the Development. I haven't yet. watched the newest uh, it, ones. It seems they're like bad. such a seems like such a non thing. I heard they're really bad, and really like, bad. Yeah, that's what I heard. I don't even remember the fi- the first part of the season. I was trying to earlier today, and I was having trouble <sighs> Jeez, remembering just like, anything just that happened. Just slipped right out of my brain. Yeah, like I watched it for sure. Oh yeah, don't definitely. Remember, I, don't remember I, I had like oh oh maybe he was pretending to be old and that was oh, pretty funny. Right, right, right. That was pretty funny. She was like doing that whole thing. I enjoyed that. That amused me. Uh, she was with uh, Ed Bagley. Yes, Jr. that amused me. Yes, I was amused. Uh, it was a real amuse bouche, as they say. And this podcast is in many ways an amuse bouche for better podcasts. You listen to it to get yourself prepared for listening to something better because it's a short podcast as far as podcasts go. That's the one thing we have going for us is this podcast, it may be nonsense, it may be incoherent, it may have like sort of like a fallen off the original premise uh, pretty uh, strongly, but at least we usually keep episodes under a half hour or so. so. I mean, that's very true. I mean, we're about a fifth of the way through this one and it's not going to go a minute longer. <laughs> no, it's uh, definitely... It's tending now. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to talk about anything. We're not going to establish the premise of the podcast or nope. what we're doing. We, we're trying to get more episodes in, so we're not even going to talk about a scene that we wrote. No, we're just going to be like, we're not going to say our names. I think we said the name of the podcast in passing when you were doing your like uh, impression of me opening the show. But beyond that, we didn't even uh, do that at all. Uh, Did I do an impression of you opening the... Oh, right, as a, as a WWE superstar. Yeah, right, right. yeah that happened. Give me a hell yeah. Yeah, podcast host. Uh, I can't wait for that character to emerge from the wwe <laughs> well i mean professional wrestlers have podcasts yeah uh, yeah, yeah I, but they're not there's no uh person on the show on on raw i guess whose persona is a podcaster is there <laughs> i well i mean wrestlers don't really have gimmicks like anymore like they did back in the yeah. day where, like, uh, doing- I, I watched a wrestling event recently and uh daniel bryan whose old persona was just the word yes <laughs> uh is now his new persona is just being the new daniel bryan <laughs> And he's bad now. All right, well, you got you got to change things around. You got to be yeah. go from good to bad. And you know, 
was like back in the day you'd have like the repo man he's a wrestling repo man duke the dumpster josie he was a wrestling garbage man but now it's just like i'm a person and i have maybe some personality if i'm a good guy i say like nice things if i'm a bad guy i say mean things and people you know they'll have like jobs or like interests they're just like muscle men and women like doing their thing like uh, i remember like i was watching like wrestling for like an article i was writing a few years ago and just like everybody's just like people and like somebody's like not a nice person and somebody's like kind of crazy and somebody's just really big like well i guess that was well yokozuna's gimmick was he was really big but also that he was like no, a sumo gimm- wrestler yeah sumo wrestler yeah they like took him in from the sumo world and they're yeah. like now you're gonna be a professional wrestler and mr fuji would throw salt in people's eyes uh, mr fuji yeah I think he died recently. R.I.P. Mr. Fuji. We can't put him into this movie as much as I would like to have. Mr. <laughs> uh, we can we can CGI him in. Oh yeah, I think we've already said we're gonna do that with some other people, but we could definitely we'll do the Fuji CGI. I'm pretty sure there's some dead people in this movie. Probably. <laughs> they were dead when the podcast began. We started running this movie, but they're dead. Well, now. I mean, I mean, there are certainly have been dead people since we started making the podcast. Yeah, people certainly have died. What is it like? Uh, every day, like two people die, like eighteen million are born. Yeah, that's yeah, that sounds about right. The math checks out on that. And mm-hmm. sometimes, like, uh, they're famous people. Like, oh, who are some famous people that died recently? Um, John Ritter. Yeah, John Ritter. Seth. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Speaking of Seth, that's the name of the main character in the movie we're writing. My, my dog Seth is barking that there's not enough Seth on this podcast. <laughs> well, he wouldn't be wrong because the, the, the premise of this podcast is that we're writing a movie. <laughs> I feel like maybe in the last couple of episodes we haven't reestablished the premise of the podcast. Uh, we're writing a movie. Uh, it's going to be a big, huge blockbuster success. It's called Seth Christ, Cola Ballistic Reckoning. It's going to be the next big action franchise. This is the first entry into what's going to become a surefire successful series of films mm-hmm. uh, I, I for one cannot wait to sell the rights to this series of yeah. films so someone else can do this podcast yeah we got all sorts of uh, famous actors in our dream cast like uh, we have like we've said a long time that we mentioned Zach Efron playing uh, Seth <laughs> yeah. Christ it was uh, such a big get at the beginning yeah. and I feel like we really got sidetracked by the fact that Joel Murray's in the movie Joel Murray he plays <laughs> who we've talked Rift about Tor. much much more <laughs> he plays Rip Tor, the main villain I think also we talked about Amanda Plummer much more. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I like these actors yeah. more than I like Zac Efron. Uh-huh. And I don't remember who's playing Ducky Darts. Is it Stanley Oh, it's Tucci. It's the Tucci. Okay. Again, yeah. this 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 supporting cast is unreal. It's a great cast. I mean, Seamus as uh, Slugger McGillicuddy. <laughs> oh, yeah, speaking of WWE superstars. Yeah, Seamus. His gimmick is that he's Irish. <laughs> yeah. Well, his gimmick is almost that he's, like, an Irish immigrant in the 1920s. Well, his name is Seamus. Yeah. Is like, you know, I wonder what his real name is. Uh, I'm going to have to look that up. Also, Bob Balaban, fingers crossed, is going to be directing this film. Yeah, uh, Bob Balaban, director of My Boyfriend's Back. <laughs> yeah, which is why we decided to have him direct this movie, because we knew he had directing experience. He directed My Boyfriend is Back. Which is about, you know, somebody's boyfriend coming back. Let's see. Seamus. <laughs> yeah. It's really about someone's boyfriend coming oh, back. Oh, Seamus' real name is Stephen Farrelly. That's much less Boring. Yeah. <laughs> they should have, his wrestling name should be Steve. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of wrestlers I know these days only wrestle under, like, one name. Like, they'll, yeah. they'll take people. Well, like Seamus, for example. But his name is just, just Steve. Like, they'll take names away from people. Uh... 
and just make them have like the one name as like you know so i guess like it's like easier to like i don't know brand them i don't fucking know they, yeah. make, they make it seem so not special mm-hmm. like, i know it's like back in the day <laughs> it's like the undertaker like you know uh the Rock, you know, mankind. I mean, that's like a really evocative name. He he encompasses all of mankind, and he wears like a dude love. Yeah, Cactus Jack, another <laughs> character played by Mick Foley. You could say a, that before Mick Foley got involved with the WWF, he he was uh, only known for terrible names. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, uh, indeed, like Mick Foley. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, the dog is trying to uh, cue us in on what we need to be doing, which is talking about the latest scene in the movie we are certainly writing and is certainly going well, Seth Christ mm-hmm. Cole and Ballistic Reckoning. Now, the last episode undid a lot of the stuff that's happened in the movie previously. <laughs> yep. A lot of it was So, for off. the audience listening, we've wasted your time. Yeah, a lot of it became a dream sequence, and then also the big twist at the end of the last scene, we don't remember exactly what was happening, but Ducky well, Dark the president was about alive. to get shot in the yeah. bathroom at the at the Staples Center, right? And yes. uh, uh, the Seth Christ uh, doppelganger re- took off his mask and revealed that he was in fact Ducky Darts. Yes, uh, and not dipshit Giuseppe, who is a bulletproof yeah. monk and is also on his way there or something. But things yeah. are happening, like Seth. Seth is like stuck in Washington D.C. in like under CIA headquarters as to somehow get to the Staples Center, uh, and then like you know the volcano thing. I think that's happening, but it hasn't happened in the way. It was now, what is the, the volcano thing? Like, there's that big old volcano under Yellowstone, and <laughs> that the, big old volcano. <laughs> and the WBA has rigged up, with the help of Bill Nye, has rigged up a machine that will make the volcano. <laughs> explode aka erupt which would take out like the western half of the united states if they don't give them uh like a trillion dollars and also instill or install chris Gaines as president uh sure because and then also they're gonna take off in a like a zeppelin and sort of rule from the air because they're gonna get out of and that's like the plan and uh i i don't know if the machine has been turned on in real life or it was just in the dream. I know Bill Nye died in the dream. And we're saying, of course, Bill Nye, the science guy, not Bill Nye. No, I've been actor. saying Bill Nye. Oh, it can be both. The, they're, they're working <laughs> together. Yeah, Bill Nye uh, plays Bill Nye in the movie. Yes, that's a great idea. Well, Bill Nye played Bill Nye, the part he was born to play, based on yep. his name being strikingly similar to Bill Nye, the science guy. Who was uh, he started off as a comedic character created for a local access television show in Seattle, Washington, and look where he's got now. He had that talk show I think it was on Comedy Central back in the day. Uh, what was that? Was he the one with the talk show, or was he just a guest on somebody else's talk show? I don't remember anymore. It doesn't matter. It's not important. Nothing I say is important. Nothing we say on this podcast matters. It's all nonsense and garbage, but we're going to keep saying it anyways, and you're going to keep listening to it because you're mm. stupid, and you know what I mean? You better <laughs> do your time. I was, I was really waiting for you to insult everyone, and I'm happy it made it into the episode at about 15 minutes in. All these that means we're at the halfway, <laughs> halfway mark, folks. Well, yeah, but we'll be, well, also, since we're at the halfway mark, before we get into the actual the part of actually doing the script, we, we have to do the segment we almost forgot last week. Which oh, is, fuck. <laughs> Uh, try to remember 30 Rock jokes. Yeah, let me think. Uh, oh, uh, uh, well, Rip Torn, uh, the actor, played Don Geis. Uh, mm-hmm. And he had a peacock 
with a name, and uh, Jack Donaghy got the peacock after Rip Torn's character Don Geist died. Uh, I don't remember his name. I don't remember any of the lines that uh, Don Geist had. <laughs> he had a daughter named Kathy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah no. he did have a daughter named Kathy. And she was like, I don't know, supposed to be like mentally challenged or something? Was like <laughs> yeah, a... I'm not really sure what the joke with her was. She was just like some sort of weirdo. And that one time she wanted um, Jack and Liz to kiss for her pleasure. <laughs> yeah. And she cut out a bunch of like uh, photos like for um, uh, like of like teen magazine boys or something. Uh, so... Yeah, there's a lot of jokes involving her. I, I don't remember any of them really specifically beyond that, but that's the point of this segment is that we sort of remember these jokes. Mm-hmm. And we remembered many things to a degree. <laughs> the way... Yep, keep keep the sentence going, Chris. No, that's good. We need to start talking about what's happening in this movie because, spoiler alert... <laughs> Are we done with that episode of trying to remember 30 Rock jokes? Yeah, I think so. Well, it's not so much an episode as a segment. We're not yeah. doing mini shows. We're not you talking you two to me or <laughs> oh my gosh! Different just podcast within podcast. <laughs> at, at any moment, at, at any moment, I would love for you to just remind uh, listeners that they could be listening to a better podcast yeah, right but now. If they already listened to all the episodes, what are they going to do? Listen to them again? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know I've re-listened to I listened to like every Doughboys episode like three times at this point. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, not all of them. The good ones, which is most of them, but like not like the very early ones where like they didn't have the premise quite nailed down yet, and they like you know like we're talking to people like about the food and like they hadn't like just gone to the restaurant. It's just like off of memories they have from like years prior or whatever. But mm-hmm. so what I was about to say is that this uh this the movie it's it's heading towards its exciting conclusion. We only have a few episodes of storytelling left to do. Uh, mm-hmm. So let's get to it. I would. So last thing we saw, Ducky Darns removing his mask, showing himself to the president, and maybe yeah. he took, maybe he took down dipshit Giuseppe who's wearing like a or something or or something. I don't know. Anyway, so he's like, yeah, he's there, and the president is like, Ducky Darns, are you a ghost? And he's like, no. I was able to fake my death after being hit in the head with a coffee pot or something. Well, then he ended up in a coma. He ended up like in a hospital. I thought I thought he was walking down the street and a coconut fell off a pine uh, palm tree and hit him on the head. Uh, maybe uh, something happened, or maybe he got like because like, well, when we have that intern uh, transcribe the script, yeah. we can go back and put it in detail. Yeah, and like yeah, we're like well, whatever happened happened, and like, like yeah. Ducky Downs be like, no, I faked my death. I I paid off. A bunch of people to help me fake my death so that I could keep. I paid off a bunch of people. <laughs> I got that guy. Uh, he play... was playing it pretty close to the vest. Yeah, he couldn't even tell his his best friend, uh, Seth Christ. Seth yeah, Christ this was... is this this is a real this is a real uh, this is a real uh, Jim Gordon yeah. uh, moment. Uh, a la the uh, much like how um, Rachel Doss is in this movie. Yeah, she is. We also, and, we also uh, stole this plotline whole lot from the Dark Knight. Yeah. So yeah, we'll oh, we'll have uh, at the end of like the film, like uh, we'll get, we have we're gonna have to give Chris, Christopher and Jonathan Nolan and David Goyer uh, a story by credit on this. But but because like, like at the end of the movie, like we'll have Seth Christ like uh, on vacation in like uh, Italy or something. And, yeah. Like, we'll see. 
He'll be eating by himself. It'll see uh, Ducky Darns and uh, Anne Hathaway at a table. And it'll just like, they'll tip their glasses to each other yeah. knowingly. And that's how the movie will end. I don't know how it'll get there, but that's how it's going to end. So we've, yep. now we're let, now how you, like in a uh, mystery like novel, you write the ending and work backwards. We've written the ending. Mm. Yeah, we've written the ending uh, shortly before the end. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Ducky Darns tells him that he's been faking his death so that he could infiltrate the uh, WNBA yeah, he's gotta watch so him. that he could help take down the terrorist organization. And the president's like, well, if you're here, who's taking down the WNBA? And they cut to uh, um, the volcano where a uh, so, uh, someone is war- – Slugger McKillicuddy's still alive. <laughs> I think he is now because I think okay. Slugger McKillicut is still alive and he's working at a console. And yeah. uh, Joel Murray, uh, aka Riptorn, yeah. says, "All right, are you gonna do this thing or what, Slugger?" <laughs> and he tur- and Slugger turns around and he takes off his mask. And who is it? Zendaya, aka <laughs> <laughs> Dasha Slayer, aka Dasha Slayer, yeah, who's yeah. still alive. Yeah, she's alive too. And it's like, and then like you know, somehow, and, then, and then of course Riptorn goes, Dasha Slayer, you a ghost? And she says yes. There's a second twist. Yeah, yeah, she Dasha is a Slayer. ghost. Dasha Slayer exists in something called the mainframe, which exists within the universe of the Seth Christ uh, yes. mythos. The mainframe is a CIA operation that takes the souls of dead CIA agents and traps them in some sort of computer program so that they can help people uh, when in need in storms of missions. Yeah, exactly. It shows, yeah, she's like, you know, she's stepped It's kind of like a vision thing or yeah. uh, some sort of, like, force ghost. Yes. You get it. Yeah, and then... Uh, you yeah, get so, it, you idiot. Yeah, and she's like, he's like, wait a second. Well, he's like, well, you're not going to be able to stop me anyways. And he, he hits yeah, a he button. Yeah, he tries to shoot her, and it, it kills her yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. Well, it kills the main She, 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 she goes, oh, no, the, the one thing that kills the main frame <laughs> goes bullets. And then Riptorn says, I'm not messing around anymore. And he hits a button... To uh, make the uh, clock countdown start instead of just because he's got to get out of there. He's got to yeah. skedaddle. He's like, and away I go. And he hops on yeah. a um, uh, uh, motorcycle uh, uh, and then born to be wild plays. He's like, <laughs> I got to get to the Zeppelin. And then, like, you know, so he's like, he's on his way to the Zeppelin to get out of there. He, he calls up all the boys. He's like, all right, uh, I, I'm going to the Zeppelin. I'm going to check in on Dipshit Giuseppe, make sure he killed the president like he was supposed to at the Staples Center. Uh, he calls him up, beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, 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 and then who picks up? Of course, it's Ducky Darns. He's like, "Hey, Rip Torn, I bet you thought, and you never hear my voice again." He's like, "New phone, who dis?" <laughs> yeah, and that's when Ducky Darns gets the uh, coordinates of the secret underground lair and forwards them via the mainframe computer, which allows <laughs> all of the CIA agents to send messages to each other via the mainframe computer. <laughs> To Seth Christ, who gets it and then evaporates into thin air. <laughs> he teleports to the volcano. <laughs> that makes it much more convenient because he used to get there because he was lastly saw yeah, he was on the other side to, of the country. <laughs> he used to watch it. And look, we gotta wrap this thing up. <laughs> he's having, he's thing, having trouble getting we, out of a basement, so here's something we forgot to tell the listener at the beginning of this series is that in the world of the of the film, the CIA, which Seth Christ technically works for, but he's yeah. also supposed to be some sort of LAPD agent. Kind of forgot that. Yeah, no, um, undercover. They, they also they, have they, like some sort of cover. magical, ma- some sort of cyber magic powers. Yeah. Well, they say uh, science that's advanced enough is indistinguishable from magic. 
So, you know, mm. this is some very advanced science. It's some real uh, Star Trek, uh, you know, Return of the King shit. That's the name yeah, of that Star Trek. Some Star Trek colon Return of the King. You know it, baby. So, uh, yeah, so that now he's there, and like, Riptorn's gone, but only person left there to fight him is uh, Sawyer McGillicuddy and Bill Nye. And so we'll have a big old fight scene between Sawyer McGillicuddy and Bill Nye and uh, Seth Christ. Where they're like, they're fighting, and uh, then like you know he gets a call from like Jane Doe, and he's like he's fighting, he's on the phone with Jane Doe, or whatever. He's like Jane, uh, get to. Uh... He says Jane, I've got something important to tell you. I'm not actually an LAPD agent. <laughs> and... I work for the CIA. And then she's like, I love you because we gotta have that sort of stuff happen because like the romance hasn't really happened yet. Thank you for lying to me at the beginning of our relationship. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And then she's like, uh, and then like, uh, Kathy from Kathy. Yeah, she's like, ah, act. Act, Jane found love, and I haven't married my boyfriend yet. I forget whatever his yeah, name that's is. That's when, who comes out of the mainframe computer? J. Jonah Jameson, and he gets down on one knee and proposes to Kathy. And Kathy's like, uh, but, uh, my boyfriend Irving, act. And he's like, I'm twice the man Irving could ever be. I will keep you swimming in chocolates for the rest of your life. I don't care if it's bikini season and you haven't lost 10 pounds yet. You can act, you've act your way into my heart, Kathy. Please make me the ackiest man on the face of the earth. And she says, I act. Oh, I act. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the episode ends. Yeah, right before the big old like conclusion coming next week. Uh, mm-hmm. Got a lot of pieces in place. I was going to have Jane and Seth have a more sort of a distinct conversation there, but we, we got to have that big love note. Like, you know, uh, Seth will figure things out. Oh, uh, and then I guess Seth would probably finish his fight with uh, Bill oh, Nye. Right. And, uh, yeah. You know, I keep forgetting that he's a character in this movie. Yeah, Bill Nye is like a McGillicuddy. He, uh, he kills them both. He garrots them with piano wire. It's very grisly. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. So that's what happens to Bill Nye. Violent <laughs> death. Okay, so that's the end of this scene. Yeah, it's like, you know how in the beginning of No Country for Old Men when uh, Anton Chigurh chokes out that police officer with his handcuffs? With that, like, yeah, that's that brutal. Yeah, it's that, it's that brutal. And Seth's face is just... And he empty. does it two times. Yeah. And somehow, yeah. And, like, Seth, Seth Christ's face is just as empty and blank and, like, emotionless when he does it. But, you know, Zach Efron, he's probably got some experience doing that now that he's played, you know, uh, Al Bundy in that movie. <laughs> Al Bundy. Yeah. The Al- yeah, the Married with Children movie. He's like, duh, Peg, I don't want to have sex with you. Duh. And then he goes to the shoe store and he complains about all everybody's there is an overweight woman. <laughs> because it's a problematic show that <laughs> uh, good times had by all, especially Al Bundy. All right, so this is a great movie. We're doing a really good job with it. I'm really proud of us. Uh, I've been talking uh, quicker than normal because I've had to go to the bathroom for the last 10 minutes. And yeah, I've still extended the episode out. Yep, yep. Well, we only got three minutes left. Yep, yep. We gotta get to that half hour mark. So, what's in yeah, the, or else we don't get paid. What's in the news today? <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing good in the news today. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, you see, this, uh, oh, actually, James Gunn's gonna be uh, directing Guardians uh, Galaxy Volume Three. Hey, maybe he could uh, throw his hat in the ring for something on this movie. Yeah, he can be the second unit director. 
yeah, we can direct those action scenes. Yep. I don't think anyone on Marvel movies directs those action scenes, though. It's all second unit. Yeah, it's all the second unit. Uh, so yeah, this yeah. Is, this uh, but the second unit on this on this <laughs> on this movie is gonna be the big unit. Yeah. Oh, Randy Johnson. <laughs> yep, Randy Johnson, the big unit. He's gonna be the big unit director. That's great, you know, because he's good. He can like hold cameras up really high because he's like six foot ten or something. So tall. Yeah, we don't need anybody to stand on a ladder because the big unit's like a ladder yeah, as a person. The, the, the but, classic, the classic camera angle of standing on a ladder. They call him the human ladder sometimes. All right, I really gotta go to the bathroom. Uh, Chris okay. and Matt write a blockbuster. Uh, iTunes, Spotify. You can listen to a place. Hey. Uh, Twitter. Uh, thanks to Gabber Media. Oh yeah, that good idea. I would have forgotten that. Uh, yep, thanks to Gabber Media. Listen to the other podcast. Uh, um, uh, Twitter uh, at CNM write a B or our individual Twitters. I'm uh, Chris at Chris X Morgan. At M Shimkowitz. I don't think we ever said our names at all during this episode. <laughs> I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Uh, thanks for listening. We're almost done with this. We promise you. Not just this episode, but the podcast as a whole. We'll see you next time, true believers. <laughs>